In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot exhaust it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who give light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the world that he created, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of God's only son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, this is the one I was talking about when I said, someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, because he existed long before me. From his abundance, we have all received gracious blessing after gracious blessing. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is God himself, is near to God's heart. He has revealed God to us. Amen. Earlier this week, I was Googling biographies and, and autobiographies to kind of do some research to see what, what were the most popular biographies written. Among the list were Educated by Tara Westover, Spare by Prince Henry, Happiest Man on Earth, The Beautiful Life of an Auschwitz Survivor by Eddie Jackal, Einstein, His Life, His Universe by Walter Isaac, amongst many more. And that kind of led me to my conversation with Father BJ. Recently, Father BJ and I had lunch, and he asked me, if someone were to write a book about your life, how would they begin? We can see this dilemma play out in the Gospels. Mark begins his Gospel at the precipice of Jesus' earthly ministry. Luke sets his Gospel in Jesus' geopolitical climate, telling us about how the census is what caused Joseph and Mary to venture to Bethlehem. 
Matthew begins his gospel outlining the lineage of Christ, but John does something remarkably different. John sets his gospel in the cosmos. He begins by setting Jesus in his cosmic context by saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were created. Apart from him, there was not one thing created that was created. In saying this, John wants to be very clear that Jesus is God. Full stop. And then St. John continues. That tells us, in him was life. And that life was the light of humanity. In him was life. When I began dating my wife, it didn't take her long to notice that I was a huge workaholic. Still am, working on it, kind of, not really. <laughs> and she would often say to me, you are not living. Every few months, she would look at me graciously and say, you are not living. What is living? Many people define it by their experiences. For example, jet skiing in the Atlantic, with the sun kissing your skin, hitting the waves. Some people define it by the influence that they may have. Some define living by their vocation, by their accolades, their affiliations, their communities. St. John wants us to know that true living, that true joie de vie, is only in Christ. And when we realize that, we begin to see the light of Christ that expels the darkness of this world. The darkness of this world are things that prevent us from seeing the fullness of God's glory. War, evil, plagues, sin itself. These things dampen our perception of the fullness of God. And St. John is telling us that Christ is the beacon of hope that expels this darkness from all things that diminish our perception of God. He is our light. Christ is our hope. And in this, it's kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel. We see it, and we're wandering towards it day by day, step by step. But it's not just stationary, it's not just there. St. John tells us that this light came to us. This hope came to us. It wasn't just a lighthouse that shines on the water so that we can help, so that we can navigate the seas. It's much greater than that. It's much more benevolent than that. The light of Christ, the light of God came to us and not only did it come to us, the light of Christ Took, took, took upon our nature. The light of Christ, God became human and dwelt among us. This word dwelling in this context refers to as, refers to the tabernacle. In essence, God pitched his tent among us. God pitched his tent among humanity. It denotes an intimate existence. <clears throat> 
symbolizing God's divine protection and communion with us. The tabernacle predates the temple that was around during Jesus' earthly ministry. It is a space where God's chosen people met and worshipped him. And they beheld his glory as they navigated the wilderness to the promised land. And beholding God's glory, it's a very complicated concept. But to simplify it, think of it like this. It is God's greatness in visible form. As they got to the tabernacle, they saw God's greatness in physical form. It kind of reminds me of Matthew chapter 4 when Jesus was tempted. And the Bible says that the devil took him and showed him the glory of all the kingdoms of the world and said, this could be yours. Another translation says, and the devil showed him the splendor of these kingdoms. Essentially, when they were at the tabernacle, when they were at the tabernacle, they saw the splendor of God. And what John is trying to get us to understand is that Christ is the splendor of God. Christ is the culmination of God's might, God's love, and God's ability to rescue his people. And in realizing this, we behold Christ. We are captivated by his greatness, by his magnitude, by his love. And in being captivated, we notice that he is full of grace and truth. Christ is full of the benevolence of God, the goodwill of God, the kindness of God, the love of God, and the truth that God is with us, that God loves us and that we will be united with him. The whole story of God's love, God's power, God's ability to save his people from the darkness of this world is wrapped up in the person of Jesus. If you're struggling with despair, saddened by the loss of loved ones during this holiday season, going through loneliness, sense of loss, loss and confusion, or even if the feeling of the darkness of this world is too much to bear, and you might believe that God has abandoned his creation, look to Jesus and behold his glory. Let the splendor of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the love of Jesus captivate your world and welcome you into his essence that is full of grace and truth. Let us pray. Lord, Almighty Father, help us behold your glory. Help us to receive the grace that you have given to us, grace upon grace, so that we may be the heralds of your kingdom as you have ordained. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen.